Assalamu alaikum everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mahdiya podcast dedicated to the master of the era, As-Sahib al-Asr wa-Zaman, Ajallahu ta'ala Faraj al-Sharif. The goal, as you know for this podcast, is to promote thought-provoking discussion with regards to the teachings of the Ahlul Bayt alayhi salam and develop an understanding of how they are relevant to our lives. And with this, we hope to learn from these lessons and apply them to our lives and work towards reaching the level of being ready for the zahur of Imam Mahdi. So joining me in today's conversations are Brother Hassan Nakwi, Brother Ali Rizvi, and Brother Mahdi Jafri. Salamun alaikum, brothers. Alaikum salam. How are you all doing, Brother Ali? Alhamdulillah, man. I'm excited to be here. You know, excited to do this podcast. Uh, we get to talk about Prophet Isa. Alhamdulillah. You know, so I'm excited to do that with you guys. Brother Hassan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And Brother Mahdi Jafri. Uh, doing good, man. Thank you for the invite. Glad to be here, too. Alhamdulillah. So it's good to have you guys. So uh, with that being said, let's dive right into uh, what we're going to talk about today. As you already heard from Brother Ali, uh, Jesus, Christmas, all the fun things about this holiday season, uh, inshallah, with a more intellectual light. So in today's discussion, we'll touch upon the topic of Hazrat Isa, uh, or as the majority of the world knows him as Jesus Christ, you know, Jesus Christo for some. And this is the spiritual personality that is honored and revered globally by uh, Christians and Muslims alike. And we see, you know, the great deal of influence that the teachings of Hazrat Isa have brought to this world on, on the people from his lessons, uh, from morals. You know, we hear those all the time to the explanations on how to approach life and how to get closer to the pleasure of Allah. Um, subhanahu wa ta'ala for us, at least, and for the Christians, you know, just being good people in general. So we want to touch upon a few points specific to Christmas and the subjects around it. Right. We, we have the celebration coming up. Um, the the velada the celebration the birth around it and prophet isa so some of the things we want to kind of discuss and the brothers will definitely be uh getting into i know some really interesting conversations is the status of hazrat isa right in uh islam um jesus christ in islam and shed some light on his spiritual teachings because i think there's something we could all learn um that we don't always discuss how should we commemorate our occasions um as another point that we want to discuss why don't we celebrate the masumin uh similar to how the uh, Christians celebrate Christmas, right? We have such amazing personalities as well in our religion, so we should be celebrating those. And lastly, with that all being said, how do we start instilling the love of Ahlabet to be able to celebrate their waladats? So uh, I know we're going to really get into a, a really intelligent conversation, so let's dive right in uh, regarding these questions. Um, so let's let's first talk about Jesus Christ, right, from an Islamic perspective. What's his position? And then maybe we can shed some light into his life. Uh, I know some of you guys have done a lot of uh, research into this, uh, him being one of the most honored prophets that lived in this world. Uh, I mean, he was a five uh, Ulul prophets of Allah. Uh, he spoke from the cradle. I don't know you guys have a few points about that. Um, and then we're going to talk about all of his virtues and things like that. So to dive into this question, uh, I want to give the stage to Brother Ali. Um, I know you were raving about this book that you read. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of what's the, the details of that, and then maybe we can dive into the status of uh Prophet Isa. Yeah, man, I'd be happy to. First and foremost, shout out to Sayyid Mahdi Mudarisi. He has a book called The Lost Testament, What Christians Don't Know About uh, Christ. And there's, there should be an edit in that title, What Muslims Don't Know About Christ also. Because I learned a lot from this book and a lot of things that I didn't know about Jesus Christ. One of the things being how honored and revered he was by the Elul because mm. he was quoted numerous, numerous times by the Elul in this book. And the, there's a lot of a lot of gems in there that throughout this podcast we're going to share with uh, the listeners. Inshallah. 
but first and foremost, we, we just want to talk about how the importance that Islam gives to Jesus Christ. One of the examples is Surah Al-Imran chapter 3 verse 46. Um, it talks about how Jesus Christ was speaking in the cradle and he was speaking maturely. You know, so this is a belief that's exclusive to the religion of Islam. Nobody else believes this. Let's let's hear this uh, verse. A'udhu billahi s-samiyun alayhi minna shaitan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wa yukallimu al-nasa fi al-mahdi wa kahlan wa mina salihin. That's verse 46 from Surah Al-Imran. And this is mentioning how he will speak to the people in the cradle and in maturity and will be of the righteous. But you know, there's another, there's another verse from the Quran in Surah Maryam, chapter 19. Okay. It actually quotes him what he actually says when he's in the cradle, right? Ooh, okay. He says, Inni Abdullah atani al-kitab wa So this is Prophet Isa on day one. He's saying, indeed, I am a servant of Allah and he has given me the scripture and made me a prophet. You see, this is, comes to show that, you know, the status of prophet isa from day one day, day one and he was and he was aware that he was a prophet at this age while yeah. he was in the cradle which is really interesting so that just goes to show prophet isa just isn't this normal person you know he yeah. he's he's a messenger of allah one of the messengers of the divine book and he has a very high status within the fold he's of aware Islam. that he's a prophet i mean that's exactly. already a, a status elevation that's amazing amazing um hadith um verse sorry uh i know you also you guys also wanted to mention some uh some other interesting uh points about his status specifically uh why we regard him so high in that so um uh, why don't we bring up some of those points um yeah so uh, i actually had a few other verses that we could refer to right okay um and this is from surah al imran this one as well um verse 45 right before the other one okay um, and this is just to kind of give you the scenario. This is when when the angels are speaking to Maryam, right? Um, and they're giving her the good news about Prophet Isa. And it, this is, comes to explain like his status. So in the Quran it says, "Inna Allaha yubashiruki bi kalimatim minhu ismuhu Masihu Isa ibn Maryam wajihan fi dunya wal akhira wa min al mukarrabin." See, this is referring to Prophet Isa as Al-Masih, Isa ibn Maryam, right? He is the Messiah and Wajihan. He's also honored in this world and the hereafter. And he is Mukarrabin. He's of the, of, of the people who are the closest to Allah. And this is, comes to show like, a, like the high-ranking status that Prophet Isa actually has mm. within this world and the hereafter. And another verse from Surah Maryam, ayat number 21. Okay. And this is showing, uh, let me just read it. Right? And so this is, this is also the angel explaining that Prophet Isa is made as an ayatan linnas. He has a sign to the people. And he is a mercy from Allah. That, that already goes to show you how not even just the Prophet Isa, but the, the family, the close family around him, similar to how the Prophet had his alabath around him, they just elevate the status even more because they, they talk about all these kinds of things. Um, I know Brother Mehdi also had some interesting things to say about the teachings, uh, kind of you know shifting towards what the alabath had to 
say about Prophet Isa and the teachings, right? Because we all want to um, yeah. learn something from those teachings. So, For sure. Um, I mean, Brother Hassan, Brother Ali already kind of mentioned how great of a person is, uh, how great of a person Prophet Isa is in the eyes of a lot of, a lot of Muslims and to us. But what a lot of us don't kind of always see is the teachings that he gave to the people, not only to his followers, but also what we can take from him. And a lot of those teachings really reflect um, kind of from what the Alabeth have taught us, whether it comes to uh, spirituality, you know, how you look at society. A lot of the teachings of Imam Ali on government, um, how to give back to people, what Imam Hassan also taught us. Uh, a lot of those things you see reflect back in the teachings of Prophet Isa. Hmm. And uh, just one of the hadiths that I kind of found from also the Lost Testament was one from Imam Ali that he narrates from Jesus Christ, and it goes and it goes like this: One who does not purify his crop from grass, it will grow such that it will overwhelm and corrupt it. The same is true for one who does not remove the love of this world from his heart. So Whoa. this uh, these really spoke out to me, I think, because it really parallels uh, a lot of the teachings of Imam Ali on asceticism and also spirituality. Imam Ali talks a lot. If you read Najla Balaga, right. he re- talks a lot about um, how removing love of this world is one of the main components to build your spirituality yeah and you see that same teaching reflect from prophet isa so that's amazing it's a very super lot of parallels between them that's incredible i mean they are from the same divine you know source yeah. so uh you know if this if this is supposed to be a guidebook for mankind yeah. and this got the message got to be the same you know yeah. throughout uh which is different words but it's those i mean that was so eloquent the way uh yeah imam ali is narrating from jesus and the way yeah. jesus is talking that's it sounds cool. like imam ali. i mean that's just that's very so nice. mind-blowing uh um, so any other any other interesting things that you guys uh, may have found in the in yeah. the book? I know the Lost Testament is like, is a wonderful gem. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely go check it out if you guys get a chance. But uh, maybe we can share a few more points from that. Yeah. So uh, since Brother Mavi bo- uh, brought up the spirituality of Prophet Isa, I mean, obviously there there's an extensive amount of uh, spirituality that emanates from Prophet Isa, and another. Uh, this this episode uh, is sponsored by Sayyid Mandy Mudarsi. <laughs> it might as well be because we're quoting his book so much. But another uh, another qu- uh, quote uh, or another hadith that he had in his book was from quoted from Imam Sadiq of uh, Prophet Isa, and he says, "Jesus used to say, who's, he whose anxiety exceeds, his body sickens.' Look at the foresight of Jesus Christ here. You know, like when you." have you ever seen one of your friends and you can tell like they've been down and you see it in their face. They look Mm. a little bit more pale. They look like they've lost weight. So this, this, and this is um, an epidemic that has struck a lot of us and our youth, you know, struggling with anxiety, struggling with depression. When that anxiety exceeds, when you let that become a part of you, your body will sicken from that. So this is to uh, debut um, those who say, you know, anxiety or depression, like, you know, it's, it's all in the head. Uh, let's, let's be clear that Jesus Christ said it, not me, that it does sick in your body. So it is real. Wow. wow. That's, that's amazing. Uh, so now we're getting to like the practical elements of things. Um, so kind of just tra- from transitioning from practical elements of like his teachings uh, into the real world, I kind of want to go over to why we don't have celebrations. I mean, Christmas is right around the corner. For those listening after Christmas, you just had celebrated Christmas um, for some of the, the Christ- our Christian friends. Uh, and if you're Muslim, you're just kind of, you know, waiting around for Ayami Fatima or something, you know, Islamic uh, to happen. Um, but for those who did, you know, feel the... Uh, seasons greetings around the air or you were at work and someone wished you a happy holidays 
you know everyone's just so excited everyone's so happy uh so i guess the point that we want to cover today on kind of relating to that and that season is why don't we have the same sort of uplifting and you know very happy and just joyous and I mean, we're not going to go around and do Christmas carol manukabats, you know. I'm not saying we have to do that. <laughs> yeah. you know? But, sure. like, the same happiness, the same joy, uh, so we don't feel that, right? I mean, I know, like, a lot of us you have a Pakistani, Indian background, Irani, Iraqi background, right? And a lot of that is cultural. Like, you go to the masjid, and everyone already is already shit. But here, it's really not that case, right? Like, we have to, like, try and make an effort to make it super spiritual and, and uh, joyous, you know, we got to go out and get like birthday cake from Imam Raza or, you know, like you got to do something on your own because it's not yeah. out there. It's not, yeah. they're not like, you know, For shots sure. being fired and all kinds of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yo. uh, uh, all these kinds of things. So I kind of want to get into that. Uh, maybe we can, um, I know, Brother yeah. Hassan, you, yeah. you have some hadith for that. Um, maybe you can start with one of those on how we, how we should celebrate. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I was actually going to explain like, um, like some of the commands that the Prophet has had to, has given us, you know, in order to celebrate. He actually commanded us to celebrate on many occasions, you know, especially Eid al-Ghadir. And we'll get into that later on in the podcast soon. Okay, for sure. Um, but one of the hadiths I would like to start off with is uh, the Prophet Allah, when he said, Give gifts to each other since this will eliminate hard feelings and remove any bad feelings and leftover animosities. Right? Ooh. So this is the Prophet commanding us to give gifts and... Uh, you know, part of like this whole celebration, really, like I feel like, um, you know, we can take really take some some of these teachings from Rasulullah and apply them to our lives. And inshallah, we'll touch upon a few more later on. Okay. But I feel like the celebrations they really need to move past the mosque, right? Like mm-hmm. we need For to sure. actually have the celebration internally, like you know, within ourselves, and that just kind of externally gets expressed at the same time. Yeah. But it's got to be within us. Yeah. From the beginning, right? Yeah. We can't. It's not, it can't be like we go into the mosque and, you know, it's all like Mankaba's playing and, you know, we got it's like a nice vibe and stuff. But when you step out, it's all like gone. Yeah. Like, it can't be only eat at the masjid. Yeah. Uh, yeah put exactly. that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And, and you know, um, like developing that environment. That's we're gonna, the big I'm gonna part. touch upon that. We're gonna yeah. touch upon. Yeah, I feel like in in terms of like what we can do, there's we we got to talk about a lot of that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. maybe from a societal perspective, and I don't know, maybe Mehdi, you can also answer this a little bit. Like, why don't we have that that feeling? Maybe yeah, you can kind of explain. I like, think I think there's I a lot you, of. I know we talk about it sometimes, even off the podcast. Like, you know, I wish we mm. could do more stuff, and the community yeah. was more like this. But yeah. why is that there? Um, I know you guys went to a, a really great speech yesterday, and you heard the Malan talking about a few of those. Maybe you could bring yeah. some of those up. I think you know the big thing that as youth, what we kind of see now, um, kind of examining and really critiquing our own kind of community, is that like Brother Hassan said, you got to really internalize it, um, and it kind of starts with it starts with one person, and it kind of spreading that same love. Um, like, yeah. for instance, I know one example that we were talking about earlier was, uh, you know, it might be a Valadah day, and it doesn't, yeah. like you said, it doesn't start till you get to the masjid, but, you know, say you see your you see your friend at school, or you see them at work, say you move to them, make their day like that, start off the day with that kind of joy, mm. and that's where it builds from. Then when that person goes home, you know, they have that same energy. Yeah. They apply that same energy to their kids, they apply it to their brother or their, their sister, their parents. And everyone in the family, it starts with that family unit and it yeah. grows and it spreads. Absolutely, man. And so there's a lot of, you know, you see that with Christmas a lot. Yeah. People yeah. wake up and it's Merry Christmas, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, exactly. and we, could, we could also, you know, take some of those teachings, apply them to what we, our own Veladas and whatnot. And right. apply that and make it the next step to what yeah, we need exactly. in our community itself. So 
Yeah, our Sundays, if it's like a velada, it's like, salam alaikum, you know, I want para yeah. kebab, you know, like, and yeah. then like, you start your day normal. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't have that joyous feeling. Um, I know some of yeah. us do, like, in, in, in our closer circle of friends, but in terms of the general community, general youth, I don't think that vibe is there. I don't think that yeah. hype is there, you know. For us, it's like, yo, bro, it's Imam Hassan's velada, or, you know, yeah. it's Ghadir day, let's go do amal, you know. Yeah. Even before we get to the to the masjid, it's, it's the hype is already there. Um, yeah, and also, I want to build on top of what brother Matty was saying and okay. how he's talking about you know to build that hype you got to talk to your friends outside the masjid you know give them mubarak and salams and everything and similar to like uh, it doesn't just have to be with your friends yeah you can wish uh like give well wishes to uh your christian or jewish neighbors yeah. because this is a day that you're happy on, you know? them on you know? so yeah, yeah. i mean I, when I'm at work and, you know, the holiday season comes around, obviously, like, I, I'm the brownest dude ever. I, I, I look like I'm from Pakistan. <laughs> they know I don't celebrate Christmas, but they tell me Merry Christmas anyway Happy because, holidays, you know, they, yeah. they want to share that feeling. And, yeah. and we want to share that feeling, too, you know, because, right. you know... Um, Days like Dera Raja, 15 Shaban, those are days that make us happy. And that's happiness that we want to share with other people. Absolutely. So that, that just comes down to, you know, building up the hype, not only amongst us, but with our community. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And also, like, a lot of the teachings of Akhlaq, you know, about the moral uh, morality, um, there's a lot of parallels between between the teachings of Prophet Isa, Jesus Christ, and Rasulullah. Yeah. Yeah. I know we mentioned earlier, too. Yeah, and uh, actually, like you know, Prophet Isa, like I'm in a, I'm in my workplace, right? Okay. And you know, I'm like probably like the only Muslim there now, and you know, my coworkers are like, "Hey, you uh, you celebrate Christmas?" I'm like, "Of course, you know." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Prophet Isa. You know, we believe in him. You know, we believe that he's a Messiah. Right. We believe that he has a he's going to be helping Imam Mahdi in establishing peace in the world at yeah. the same time, right? Exactly. That's like his mission, right yeah. there. Absolutely. Yeah, and this really like comes down to showing like how teachings of rasulullah really are being applied in our lives you know yeah. like these people they're helping out at-risk children you know you don't know what these kids have been through and just to have somebody just to be there and acknowledgement them, yeah acknowledge them give them some love you know yeah, yeah. like uplift them you know that's something that rasulullah would do he would exactly. go he, he would give gifts to children actually you know exactly it was well known yeah. and you know just really come down to that human level yeah that's why this whole concept of santa claus like kids love it you know like hey yeah. you know a guy is he's so generous so happy he's giving us you know, you got to give milk and cookies, but, you know, you get you get gifts in return. I mean, there's a reason that they're, they're celebrating that and they have this culture around it, right? Similar to how we have our, we call it cultural, right? Like, oh, you know, got to do a niyaz, nazar, and all these things. We call it cultural sometimes, but it's there. there is a benefit, you know, to doing yeah. all these things because we're celebrating those personalities. Just like, you know, you give milk and cookies and you get gifts for Santa. I mean, this is like a, a kind of dumbed down example, but for us, you give a niyaz and then you get like someone, you know, sustenance in return or you get like a better job, job or promotion. And we don't think about that stuff. This is our Santa, right? This is like a better version. This is like a better version. That may be the best analogy I've heard. Uh, we're at the end of 2019 and that probably was the best analogy of 2019. This dude just compared Santa eating milk and cookies to a niyaz. Uh, Brother Farhan, thank you for that. Uh, no way, man. I mean, I, I, but it's just, it's just to show uh, the, the analogy for kids especially, right? Because yeah. I, I kind of with that, I want to get into that last uh, discussion topic is like the ways we can start instilling love for the alphabet. And I know, uh, brother Maddie and you also mentioned like, you know, there's a lot of things we could do in the, even in community wise. 
Uh, and then Brother Hassan is saying like that parallel, bringing that personality into that into our lives makes it practical, right? The idea of hyping someone up, a personality like that to that level, like, hey, Santa gives you gifts. Well, you know, Allah can give you a lot of things to, through the alphabet, right? We have this concept, but a lot of our kids don't believe in that hype. Right, even though Santa's fake, Prophet Muhammad is real, and you know? Prophet Muhammad <laughs> commanded real, us to hype give gifts. Exactly. So Prophet Muhammad does give gifts. Yeah. So I know Medi wanted to bring up a point about yeah. that, um, our youth and stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, in that regard, you gift giving. Up, yeah, you touched upon it very well. Um, you know, the big thing is it's a personality for them to look up to, right. which is the biggest aspect that, and probably the biggest blessing that we have is growing up with so many great personalities. You know, 14. You yeah, 14 <laughs> to look at all the time yeah. and things going on year-round about each Muslimin. So right. um, yeah, I feel like it really starts with every, whether it be a family or just maybe just that one kid making him look at Imam Ali, Imam Hassan, Imam Hussain, Prophet Muhammad, making those people his role models. You know, a lot of the times you grow up as a kid and you might think like Superman or Batman are your, are your heroes. Yeah. But, you know, we have real life yeah. heroes that lived here that... Yeah. Showed us same superpower sometimes. You know, yeah, seriously. Like <laughs> I literally remember. I literally remember like my parents telling me Imam Ali stories when I was exactly. a kid, yeah. and I would be like, Imam Ali, Superman, man. Imam <laughs> <laughs> Ali might be able to beat Superman, maybe. You know, what I, I, so that's what I was. How heavy was that fabric game? You know, Imam Ali was real, bro. Superman's fiction. Okay. <laughs> and with like you know when you instill thoughts like that in your kid, you just talk about Imam Ali story. You talk about stories of Imam Hassan, Imam Hussain, battles of Hazrat Abbas. Oh yeah. You talk about stories like that. It builds that like from the start from the get-go kids like, yeah, this guy like was that. like a legend yeah. you know look up to him yeah and like you know just building upon that you know like i'm from pakistan right and when it's like the day of the 13th shout out to pa- well, you're from shout pakistan out, shout out to pakistan you're from pa- merry christmas <laughs> we don't celebrate christmas <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding um no nah, but like i was saying like you know about you know developing that you know uh that love for imam ali on um, especially this really manifests on the 13th of rajab in pakistan oh, yeah. you see it, bro you wake up and you're like, man, this is a day for Mawla Ali, you know? Yeah. This is like Oof. a special day. And you just wake up with that, you know, uh, feeling that with that spiritual vibe. Unknown it's, energy coming in. Yeah. You're like, what is he counting? <laughs> yeah, and, and like you walk outside and like the whole environment is just there, you know? Yeah. Everybody's feeling the same vibe. It's just like that environment of celebration is already instilled within that place, you know? And it just comes to show. Like it just manifests itself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So what can we do, you know, to to continue to instill that love of the Elabeth? Like, if if I were to just throw it and throw an idea out there that some of you know we have the boys who have already been talking about it. Like, if Fifteen Shaban came out, we plan on doing something like we called it. What's it called, Brother Fran? Uh, well, the idea was based on like Secret Santa gift giving, but yeah. uh, I think we called it uh, gifts gifts in Rebat. <laughs> gifts in Rebat. Gifts in Rebat. So you know just. Make a make a kind of like a a little drawing with your friends, your close friends, and everybody gives a gift to somebody else on yeah. Fifteen Shaban, you know, and yeah. kind of instill that love of Fifteen Shaban, instill that love of Tehrajab, you know, just so that we create that hype amongst ourselves because we got to create the hype amongst ourselves before we pass on the hype to anybody else for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like adding on to that point, um, you know, there's actually commands from Rasulullah on the day of Ghadir and, uh, and this is like excerpts from the Ghadir khutbah. Okay. This Rasulullah commanding us, he says on this day, manifesting love and compassion for each other will be the cause of Allah's grace and kindness. And then he goes on, he says, he says, make arrangements for facilities and luxuries for your families. Mm. You see, and another command that Rasulullah gives us, he says, 
offer gifts to each other out of the bounties of Allah, just as Allah the Almighty has bestowed favors upon you, and consider this day, consider the reward of the goodness of this day to be on par with the past and future Eids. That's See, pretty this, big. This is the yeah. importance of Eid-e-Ghanir right there. Wow. Straight up commands from Rasulullah, man. Like, I mean, do we do that? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I... I Ghadir gets pretty lit around the house for, for me. I don't know for you guys too. Like there, there's some lights go up, you know. Yeah, for sure. Mom's like Rosa Knai and stuff, yeah. you know. You're you're kind of in the in the zone a little bit. Yeah. But as far as like giving gifts, I don't I don't think we go to the extent that this this hadith is, is talking about. Yeah. I think we start start doing that. I feel like there's a lot we need to implement, you know, oh, yeah. taking from and you the don't teachings about really it. feel it until everybody else jumps in too yeah, because yeah. You want to be celebrating it with everybody. Exactly. And, you know, it comes exactly. down to even people who aren't Muslim. You want to just share that with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I kind of like uh, when it comes to celebration or even either Ghadir or 13th Rajab, what kind of got me, uh, I think, throughout the years progressively, like building my hype for these different celebrations was um, like all of Muharram, we wear black. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then uh, an Eid comes around and you look at your closet and you got a lot of black clothes. <laughs> but like black. what I consciously try to do is, you know, it's it's an Eid day, wear red. Yeah. Or wear yeah. green, wear yellow, wear something bright. Yeah. So it puts you in that mood. Yeah. And exactly. and you see that in Christmas, people wear green and, and red. Ugly Christmas sweaters. What is yeah. that, bro? That's Eid. It's just hype, bro. It's just, it's just something like loud. It's equivalent, <laughs> it's equivalent to wearing a salwar kurta. Basically, on, on yeah. Namaz, yeah. <laughs> ugly Shirwani, Christmas. Bro, the ugly bro, ugly yeah. Christmas Shadwani. Yeah. But it literally, uh, like, it literally starts from like when you wake up oh yeah you wake up you look in your closet you feel it today's eid i'm gonna wear something red yeah you know what i mean and that energy carries wear new clothes i'll tell you right now like the morning of eid that's the easiest morning to get out of bed oh yeah oh yeah because you know your pocket is gonna be a (laughs) couple pounds heavier after you know you you go after that first wave of hugs from your from your uncles you know whatever you, you guess, know you you know someone slipping a ten or a twenty <laughs> or five into your Evil pocket Barak, and be yeah. like, "Don't tell your parents." I'll be like, "I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like you know, just that environment. You know, you go to eat the maz. You know, you wake up. Everybody's there. You yeah. Know? yeah, exactly. Everybody's just like in the zone right there. You know, and it's just like. It's amazing, actually. You know, we need to uh, develop Sorry, it even more, take I, it to the next level. I don't know if you guys went to the Amal for Ghadir this year, um, but uh, man, uh, the Malano was leading it. I mean, he was just hyping up Namaz. Yeah. You know, like that's just that's a new level of energy that I hadn't yeah. even seen. I I haven't gone to like full full Eid Namaz or not Eid Namaz, uh, full Amal for Ghadir. I'd never done like you know from A to Z. Oh, you know, like you know, you do the Rosa, you read the Ziyadat, then you read the Dua, and you kind of just a little happier at home though. Right? I went to the Ali, I'm gonna try to go to the to the masjid and man, like that namaz there was like not is going on, like not and then like Allah we're like immediately after it was so cool. I mean, yeah. just building that hype. Uh but I know a lot of people aren't even on that level, right? So to some people who are listening, like, oh bro, I don't know you know about if I could do all that. Those guys, those are the ones that we hang out with, we hoop with, right? Yeah. We could start even from there. You know, like, hey, let's let's come over from my, to my house on Teraja. Don't even tell them it's Teraja, but then when they come over, like, yo, it's eat. Let's you know, let's let's do something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what, what are you guys talk, what are you guys talking about? And then you know, we we hoop, we we have a barbecue. You know, just little things yeah. like that. They start adding up. They start the building only, up. The only problem with that is you're asking you're asking your brothers to hoop on Teraja, and that's a day of celebration. And I don't want to put anybody in the hospital that day. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to break any kidding. ankles on that day. Bro. Gotta be careful. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but go, go easy on him, okay? I mean, but one of the things you did mention that I like is, um, like, you know, barbecuing or coming over to eat. Yeah. Because it's such, like, one of the big things that Prophet Muhammad and Imam Salik have a lot of hadith on. Every time a new successor was made, you know, by Allah, decreed by Allah, this is the new Imam, there would be a feast. 
Ooh. right? Because it was a day of enjoyment. It was a day of celebration for them. It was day, this is the new generation. This is the new mom to come. And it was like a big day. And so we can, and to feast, man, We I know we all love to eat. <laughs> so like, we can easily, like, invite your boys over. Come eat yeah. with them. Yeah. Come, no. to come over. Yeah. That would definitely help instill the love of the Alabama. Yeah, I know we started doing that recently uh, for 15 Saban. So actually, um, we had uh, we had a brother whose house we just invited, like a brother who's central, uh, centrally located. We just had all the guys come over, right? We're like, it's just a suggestion, right? But when they came, and you guys know this, you guys were there. Yeah. They, these guys came in and they were like, oh, you know, we're eating pizza. You know, fried chicken was there. Yeah. And we're just everyone's just having a good time. And then like the Jushan starts, and then uh, we showed them uh, a, a, like a video on Imam Zamana, and they're like, oh, okay, you know, this is kind of cool. You know, I could do this stuff. It was very practical. Um, and uh, then they just kind of got into the to, to the zone. I mean, some guys were still you know not quite into it, but just being in that environment, like you said, you know, being in the environment of the mud, being in the environment of the house. What the celebration is having that gives you the hype like oh man these these guys are celebrating you know mm-hmm. the guys that yeah. i go to class with the guys that i go to work with you know all these they're, they're celebrating too like why, why are they so happy and then they start you know questioning maybe you know and then they start getting into like hmm, maybe i could you know start implementing this in my life maybe i'll yeah. invite the guys over for barbecue pizza and you know all this stuff next year yeah um, yeah and, and it just grows from there yeah really i mean uh, i mean that's that's spot on right there you know and you know, 15th of Shaban, you know, really just celebrating. We're celebrating the personality that's going to be bringing peace to the world, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is like a pretty major thing that we have to recognize, like the like the grand status and rank of this personality, of, of Imam Mahdi, alayhi salam. And along with him is Prophet Isa right there, right next to him, you know? Yeah, He's yeah. like part of it. And, you know, like all the conflicts that we see in the world, like, Inshallah, it's all going to come to an end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one day Christmas and 15th Shabbat might be on the same day. You never know, you know. And then we'll be celebrating. It's coming, you know, because the and lunar the, calendar the moves l- back. Yeah. yeah. So Eventually, maybe it's got to happen. <laughs> when that happens, bro, we will hey. be so happy. I mean, I, I don't know about you. I mean, for sure, you guys. I'll be very excited yeah. on that day. Well, there were some, like, uh, some things that I've noticed. Like, I think it was this year or something. Like, International Women's Day aligned with the same day as the Wilada of Sayyidah Fatma. Yeah, Zahra. I did. Oh, wow. Right. I was like, whoa, this is, like, actually, this is actually pretty cool. Man. Yeah. 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 It was cool. Yeah, there's a lot of little subtle things in Islam that I feel like we don't t- discuss enough. Like so many good things, right? We're always talking about like, oh, you're gonna go to Jahannam if you don't do this. Like, yeah. yo, that's g- good and all. Okay, I'm gonna cut that <laughs> no, out. No, no. <laughs> edit, edit, edit that out. No, uh, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> a lot of times, Malanas they they come at you with like from a fear angle, right? Like, oh, you gotta obey Allah, which is true to an extent, right? Like, there should be a fear of Allah in terms of like you don't want to go through the punishment, but like, Allah created these other things these 14 mm-hmm. personalities to keep you happy like because he, he didn't send you to dunya to be like oh you know i'm just gonna die one day no i mean we don't have that mentality that's why none of us as in shias we fear death is because we know that hey when we are done with this world we go meet these people yeah you know yeah. and that's why you see people that's a who, celebration with it's a itself. celebration yeah. i mean that's which religion do you know thinks about death like yeah, that and none like and i mean uh, another way of looking at the fear you know like the fear aspects of it it's really, if you look at it from a point where you fear diso- disobeying Allah and you fear wasting His gifts or fear denying His blessings, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, Allah has given you so many gifts in this world, like, and you know, your intellect, Bounties. you know, your everything. Yeah. You know, um, and it just really comes to the point where you have to actually use these gifts that Allah has given you and, you know, help society, you know, exactly. help the people around exactly. you and, and, like, really put in... Uh, sincere work and effort towards like achieving that goal right and don't fall short of it you know that's that's the way i look at the fear of allah you know yeah really yeah i mean these are some really good points alhamdulillah i think we covered a lot we talked about um the status of jesus uh in islam and for christians their views and 
for our views specifically, a lot of things we learned, uh, especially from that book, because um, we shouted out to Brother uh, uh, Sayyid Mahdi Madarasi uh, so many times. Um, he's probably deaf from all those shout-outs. <laughs> Give another uh, shout-out. Give another shout-out to Brother, I keep saying Brother, Sayyid Mahdi Madarasi. Um, so that was a really interesting point. Uh, and then we discussed uh, a few ways we can start celebrating the Viladats. Um, and then we did a little bit of critique on our own society, kind of what's wrong with us as as a gen as a general in a general sense uh specific to the youth um we're actually only 35 minutes into the podcast so i want to kind of open the mic up to this last uh few thoughts if you guys have any um regarding any of these three points um celebrating uh the veladats and the alphabet or if you want to talk about something um uh about our society yeah, our, I, got, our guys. I, I think i got something that i kind of when y'all okay. were talking i came across and i kind of thought about in my own head was the akhlaq part of um, the teachings of Prophet Muhammad and Prophet Isa. And like kind of reading through the book of the Lost Testament, you see that, you know, of course the same akhlaq, uh, like core akhlaq is still there in Prophet Isa and his teachings. And what's cool is that you see kind of Christians, especially during the holiday time, really take that, those core values of giving giving back. You know, like you said, Muslim, uh, what's happening in Jersey. But a lot of Christians, you know, on a regularly, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, they go and they make sure they go feed the homeless or they'll do like soup kitchens, especially this time of year, just to embody that same like akhlaq that Prophet Isa had taught them. And, you know, I think maybe exactly. what we can maybe take from that too is on our celebrations, start to apply that to our own celebrations. Yeah, yeah, Give, yeah. Go, I'll go out on that day and start giving out to the homeless or try to do some kind of fundraiser, whether sure. it comes to on 13th Rajab or Khadir fundraise so that we can maybe do something better in the community as well. So That's a really good idea. Yeah, really yeah I totally agree. You know, like, this is this is actually just right uh, there along with the teachings of Rasulullah. Yeah. You know, like he used to do the same, like feed the homeless. He used to sit down with the homeless and just be one with them, you know, really. Yeah. Uh, just come down to that human level and just show compassion to them, you know, because that's, that's, uh, that's what it's about, really, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're all here, man. Anything else you want to add, Brother Ali? I just want to, uh, if this is the last time I'm talking, I just uh, want to say uh, a very Merry Christmas to our Christian friends. And <laughs> 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 yeah, I know it sounds corny, but uh, a very Merry Christmas to our Christian friends and neighbors. If if we have any Christian friends and neighbors listening to this podcast, um, Eid Mubarak on the Eid Mubarak. On Eid Mubarak to our Christian friends and neighbors. You know, hey, I like that. Shabbat Mubarak yeah. to our Christian friends and neighbors. That's 14 know. feasts a year, if you think about it. You know, 14 feasts. I mean, well, you can't do actually because, you know, some of them are born them, simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. But still, that's a good, you know, 8 to 10. And you just wish them Eid Mubarak, a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, with that, I think we're going to we're gonna wrap up. We're at 38 minutes on this episode. Uh, Humble, I think we got a really good uh, number of points across. We talked about uh, all those three things. Um, and hopefully we uh, we can start building up some hype around, you know, our, our next Waladat, which, uh, you know, Rajab is going to be right around. We're going to blink. It's going to be Rajab. Um, and then 15 Saban and then Ghadir, like it's just going to happen again. So maybe this year we can make things different. Making, we have the secret Santa idea. So if you're in Houston and you're listening to this podcast, uh, be on the lookout for something, uh, cool like that. Um, you might just get a gift from the guy, but (laughs) (laughs) whoa. And, uh, so lastly, we just want to again mention that, um, all these episodes will be available on YouTube, the YouTube's, uh, podcast, yeah spotify, uh, spotify SoundCloud. soundcloud all the all the platforms uh and then we also want to take in uh some feedback from you guys the listeners on um some ideas that you guys want to uh, 
some things that you may want to hear about things about islam uh because this was an eye-opening thing for me uh listening to you guys uh talk about jesus christ in such a new light uh so i'm sure the listeners have their own ideas so if you have any of those ideas comment down below subscribe to our channel you know all that fun stuff uh, or don't um inshallah uh with that we take uh we take our leave uh thank you brothers again assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa